and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewseum.com. I'm Ashley. And I'm Anne. And right off the bat, I'm going to apologize for the state of my voice. I sound like crap, but I'm here and uh, it was just important to us to keep on schedule. So hopefully the, you know, the information will still come through. It just sounds a little, a little grimy. Sorry about that. Ashley's powering through. <laughs> I'm such a trooper. On powering through. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so it's been a long time since we recorded. Yeah. Because we split our last episode that we recorded two weeks ago into two episodes. So it's been two weeks. So we've got some stuff to catch up on. I don't have any oopsie daisies. I just have a couple quick follow-ups from the last time we recorded. The first one is like really pointless, but I finally remembered on my own with that quote from that 1999 MTV movie special where she's talking about Jade. I don't oh, know yeah. if you remember. I was saying that she gets like kind of like, about yes. it. Yeah, she says, there are some things in life that are weird and awkward, and that's one of them. <laughs> that's like how she drops it. <laughs> She's like, nice. I like how on. you just pulled it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was something that's like always been stuck in my head because I used to watch that special all the time. Yeah, nice. Um, and also we mentioned in the last episode that we didn't have any information on Drew's tattoos on our website anymore. And I started feeling like we were doing a bad job if we didn't put them up. <laughs> So we have a page on the Drewseum.com that's called Drew Details. And most of them are really quick little short tidbits. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. I thought I'll just add a massive paragraph at the very end that goes through all her tattoos. Nice. So, and I refresh some other stuff on that page. So go check that out if you want lots of fun little Drew tidbits of trivia. Nice. Thank you, Ashley. Oh, sure. And uh, it looks like we've got a couple of You've Got Mails. <laughs> you've Got Mail. We have from Instagram, from at Drew Barrymore Daisy. All the episodes are fantastic. You yeah. guys fill in the gaps of knowledge, and I appreciate all the effort gone into making this. Love it. <laughs> On the edge, waiting for the next one. So thank you, Drew thank Barrymore you. Daisy. We definitely kind of go back and forth on Instagram a lot. She's got a very um, active Drew fan Instagram and um, also her YouTube is sensational and uh, a lot of the footage that I can't find anywhere else she has there great that's yeah. so cool um, and then we also have a little comment from our friend Tess hi Tess so hi, we met Tess. we met Tess also on the grapevine the same message board where uh, Anna and I met mm -hmm. and Tess is from Australia but we've gotten to hang out with her several times mm-hmm three, four, something like that. She's great. definitely, and we're, we're definitely IRL friends now. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> for sure. She's the best. So Tess said first 10 minutes of episode one is amazing. So far makes me reminisce about how I got into Drew. It was actually through her hair. I would take clippings to the hairdresser. It's like a fun memory. Also, you guys are so cute and hilarious. Oh, thanks, Tess. Thanks, Tess. <laughs> I have to say about the clippings to the hairdresser. So this is something I haven't said on the podcast yet, but a lot of people may know. And actually, actually, <laughs> do you know what picture I take to of get my course. hair cut every time? Of course. <laughs> so Drew's uh, famous black and white profile picture. I'm totally blanking on the photographer. I know it's somebody really famous. Yeah, it's her Brits. Or Brits. Okay, yes. So I have uh, taken that for, to get my hair cut. 
probably for the last 20 years, and I don't think I'm exaggerating. And it always results in a great cut. I've gone to professionals and I've gone to just like fantastic Sam's. It's always a little different because it's hard to tell what her haircut is like in that picture. But I know it's actually a deceiving. It looks a lot yes. shorter in that image yes. than it actually was. And actually what I always use as, as the example for that specific piece, and I know this is going way off topic, <laughs> um, but why I use that is because I like my hair short enough in the back that my um, neck is completely exposed, but long enough that the bangs can tuck behind my ears. Oh. So, so that those are the things that like it's like layered in the back, but kind of long in the front. So bob ish. But anyways, I love so that. I've taken that for years and I feel like I have a similar texture hair to Drew. So it tends to work. Yeah. So anyway, that's clipping cool. to the hairdresser. Like I literally have brought for years. I brought the postcard with me. And then after that, I just pull it up on Google on my right. phone. Yeah. Thanks to both of you. And if you have a comment you want to send our way, uh, feel free to reach out on Instagram or send us an email at how do you drew pod at gmail.com or um, you could even leave a nice thing in a review somewhere. Thank you very much. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> great. We'd love some reviews. And thanks to everyone who's said some really nice things about our podcast. We're feeling lots of encouragement and can't wait for this, this uh, project to grow. Yeah. Thanks everyone. Okay. So since it has been two weeks since we've recorded, and um, it happened to land right when uh, a bunch of stuff has been going on. We have a lot to cover in what's new with Drew. I like I've been adding to our notes here pretty much every day. <laughs> There's something new. Nice. And because of this, I'm going to put if you go to the episode page on howdoyoudrew.com, there's going to be links to a lot of these um, things that we're going to talk about at the bottom of the page. So you guys can all check out if there's anything that you missed. Nice. So uh, Drew went to two events recently in the last two weeks, which is cool because she doesn't go to a lot of events these days. Um, so she went to see Funny Girl on Broadway, and she also attended the Harper's Bazaar Icons Party. And she had like a cool, cool that big pink capey thing that she was wearing. She seems into yeah. capes right now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's more successful than others. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, the next thing that popped up that, um, and Ashley's just more super hyper aware of Drew on, <laughs> on social media generally, but this one I was aware of. So I'll go ahead and uh, okay. announce this one. <laughs> um, Drew did a commercial for Bingo Blitz, which is an app. The mobile and, game. Uh, Oh, sorry. Mobile game. <laughs> um, and actually, now that I'm reading this, what is an in-app avatar? So there's a little version, cartoon version of her in the game. So Cute. I've been playing it just to like do my journalistic duties, <laughs> report back. <laughs> so they, they have her set up as like the host of the Drew Bingo Moore show, which is pretty funny. And like, I don't think the avatar looks that much like her, but she said okay. it does. But I think it kind of looks more like, um, who's that girl that was in Gossip Girl, Leighton Meester? I don't okay. know. It looks, looks more like her to me. It's just like you can click on her and it gives you like a little tip. I'll put some pictures in the show notes. <laughs> That's really cute. But uh, I don't um, know. At first, I think I had like maybe a more negative reaction to this than you did. Yes. <laughs> like I was kind of like. I was just like, oh, it's cute. It's a cute commercial. And um yeah you you definitely had a different reaction just kind of like what why I don't why? understand <laughs> yeah I guess it's just sort of like 
it's sort of weird to see her doing a lot of ads for random products lately. Like, yeah, she went so which is funny because of what our show topic is. But she went so long, like never lending her face or name to anything. Um, yeah, and then she did those like shampoo things where she was dressed like the bee a few. Oh years God, ago. I forgot about that. Um, what's the company that it's for? Garnier. Yeah, so Garnier, and then the products was like honey something. Like yeah, oh yeah. Um, so outfit. those that felt kind of funny. So similarly, <laughs> like feels sort of out of character, but then at the same time, like you have this note here that she used to go on to Tuesday bingo night with friends in her twenties. Yeah, was that, that something you recalled from memory? No. Or... So there's a really short like behind the scenes of the commercial video, and she's. Cute. I think she's probably trying to be like. I really wanted to do this. It's not just for money. <laughs> Maybe I'm being rude. <laughs> but like, I also, do you remember that Crocs video that also is like her walking around a, a bunch of sets singing? Like, this is very similar to that. Oh, that? I, vaguely, very vaguely. I mean, it's also funny that she's singing in it because like, oh, it's not a thing that yes. she ever. <laughs> yes. And I was actually trying to figure out if she was dubbed. But it no, does sound it, like her voice. Yeah, it sounds a lot like her voice in music and lyrics, actually. Although so. music and lyrics. Yeah, you're right. It does. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so if you want to go see a little cartoon Drew giving you tips on bingo, go download Bingo Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> now hey, we're pro- promoting But you know it. what? I will just like end this by saying the behind the scenes video, she looked like she was having a blast and she was like very dedicated Great. and into it. So it wasn't just like she was phoning it in. Great. But it's just kind of a different era of her career where it's like, uh, I wish she was like doing cool movies instead of weird <laughs> commercials. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, whatever true. works for her lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. We still love her. Yeah. Then, I mean, this one's there's not a lot to report on this yet, but um, Savannah Guthrie from the Today Show, who Drew's mm-hmm. friends with, I guess she wrote a children's book called Princesses Wear Pants mm-hmm. and um, Flower and Drew are going to produce a series based on that uh, for Netflix. It's going to be called Aww. Princess Power. It's just like a little cartoon kids show. So that That's looks sweet. cute. Yeah. So it's fun to hear new Flower Films projects coming out. That's awesome. Okay. And then it looks like she did two different things with Rob Lowe. Um, she was on his podcast called uh, Literally. And then he was on her podcast, Drew's News, which Wait, premiered. Drew has, Drew's a podcast? What? <laughs> Wonder where she got that idea. Oh my gosh. Clearly we inspired her. Hello. That's it premiered on the 16th of September. And yes, first guest, Rob Blow. So they were pretty, uh, it was really cute to listen to these. She has like a ton of admiration for him. And I don't know if you remember in Little Girl Lost, there's a whole part where she goes to his 20th birthday party at some club. So they talk, yeah, they talk about that quite a lot. She said like many times it was one of the best nights of her life. (laughs) And uh, then she talks about they they like went another time to another club, which is so crazy because she's like eight when they're talking about this and he's like in his 20s. (laughs) But um, his dad and her mom were there and they both have a sneaking suspicion that their parents like hooked up that night <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah drew was like hey, my mom was fun she's a good time girl i could totally see that <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny yeah. and 
kind of like fits and we were talking about like she wrote a sex book and all yeah, of this stuff i know like, you're right oh my gosh uh, but um she got like one moment that was a little more serious which was really cool is they talked about divorce because i guess his parents divorced when he was really little and she's mm-hmm. like how did that affect you my divorce was the hardest thing you know and anyway he said he was talking about how society these days like divorce is such a much more like gentle thing like Mm -hmm. less judgment and like parents figure out how to work together better and she got like she was like this is like a huge aha moment for me like she like gave herself I think some forgiveness and some like grace about it good yeah so that was really cool um so definitely go listen to both of those I would suggest listening to them back to back because they pretty much like they almost kind of reference each other because it's I'm sure clear. they recorded them back to back. Yeah, it definitely surprised. It's very clear that they did. Yes. And congrats to Drew on her Drew's News podcast. It's going to be every Friday. It's half an hour. Um, so I was saying, like, you can listen to her podcast before the weekend. And then after the weekend, come back and listen to ours. And you get all the Drew you could possibly need. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, we're basically just uh, um, discount Drew. <laughs> discount drew but probably more accurate information about her life than she yes yes except for when she gives us like new tidbits and then we're like "Ooh, yeah i'm sure we can find some details about this later from an article where it was hinted and (laughs) or she said something about this but didn't give i don't know well you know what's so funny um Um, in all of these appearances she's been doing lately uh at least twice she mentioned that same piggy bank metaphor that we discussed she said about whip it where she's like taking all the things in her life and throwing the piggy bank on the floor. She's yeah. talking about doing that for the new season of um, the Drew Barrymore show. So it's like, oh, it's kind of cool to hear her because I don't remember her ever using that metaphor before. So yeah, it's kind of fun that she brought oh, it up again. Well, she listened to our but podcast. It, that's exactly where I was going. She clearly heard us talking about it and decided to start putting that back in the repertoire. <laughs> that's so funny. Going along with that, the Drew Barrymore show premiered this past week, um, season three, which is really cool. And there's not a lot of content from it on YouTube right now, which I'm sort of disappointed by because that's the only way I was watching it. Yep. Um, I really hope that they're going to add more. But anyway, so the very first episode, um, she had Justin Long on her on again, off again boyfriend from the late (laughs) 2000s. I think all the way through 2010, right? When Going the Distance came out. I mean, you would know better than I do. But that sounds right. Um, Yeah. And I've just always loved him. Like, I, if maybe if I had to pick any of her exes for her to be together with again, it would be him. I don't know. Would you agree with that? I feel like I've gotten a better sense of him than any of the others, probably. Yeah. Um, And I think he, as a public figure seems the most um well maybe also because i've listened to his podcast life is short yeah and i always love the way he interacts with other people how he seems genuinely excited about things in life has that same kind of positive attitude towards like basically anything that anyone's passionate about i don't know so yes but it's i feel like um my opinion of him has been built up later like Okay. He has Drew's partner. I was I could like give it or like leave take it or leave it. Okay. But I mean, not for any specific reason. Right. You just but I feel like know. later I've been like, oh, I like 
just in long let me check out his podcast and i love it so yeah and it's his personality and his kindness and his and when he was on her show recently it was like yep <laughs> i know <laughs> it was like yep this is him and i love that the tenderness between them oh my god i totally like, cried like oh, I, oh yeah it choked me up big time it was really sweet and i thought it was fun that drew when drew was talking about you know the time of their relationship she was saying like that it was hedonistic and they were having wild times because yes. we've already talked about that on the show we uh, were trying to describe it we were kind yeah. of like yeah she was a little wild and was acting a little young and and <laughs> and then it was like wow wait that's exactly kind of how not that they were saying that but basically I though <laughs> i thought that was pretty fun yeah super um, fun. and then Justin's partner, girlfriend, Kate Bosworth, was really sweet and sent Drew flowers and a card after the appearance. So that's pretty classy. I think I was impressed with that. So sweet. I had a moment watching the clip that I watched where I was like, ooh. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, like, I was like, oh, I don't know how I would feel. Yes, I same. Um, when he's like, I'll always like, love you. Yeah, like, but what? then it's like, it's Justin. And so I had this sort of moment where I was like, there's a genuine thing happening here that I had a feeling like if he's going to say that on air, he would have disclosed these feelings to yeah. his current partner. Like that there's, you know, I don't know. But then I was also surprised actually regarding that. He said like, oh, I was 20 when we met or he said something. Is that true? So I don't know. Let me see how old he is. Okay. Did you, met... did you also have that surprised moment? Where yes. I, I know that he was younger. Fab was also much younger than Drew. Yeah. And then he's Justin. Old, okay, I don't think that's right because he's only three years younger than Drew. They couldn't have okay. met when she was twenty-three. That can't. Well, I don't know. They did meet through Sam Rockwell, and she had done Charlie's Angels and Confessions of a Dangerous Mind already. So yeah, he maybe made it sound, he kind of made it sound like she was an older woman, but okay. maybe that was just kind of a silly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was know. like twenty-five and he's rounding but down. Fab was genuinely like twenty-something when Drew was in her thirties, right? Now I got to check that. Sorry. They have the same birthday, by the way. Did Justin Long and Fabrizio Moretti have the same birthday? No. And how did you just did you just find no, that out I've, just now? I've known that for a long time, but it gets it gets weirder. Are you ready for this? Yes. And I hope she doesn't get mad that I'm telling you guys this, but that's the, also the day she got married to Will. Their birthdays. <laughs> what? Yes, June second. Is that crazy? That's so funny. Oh, okay. So Fab is born in 1980. So he's only two years older than me. He's five years younger than Drew. Not, okay. Not that extreme. It's not. Okay. I think for some reason it felt extreme that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe five years felt like a lot when it was 2005. Yeah. Okay. Well, now we've got a. Now I've told everybody that she got married on her ex's double ex's birthday. So let's move on. <laughs> So Drew guested on a bunch of shows, none of which I'm watched. I've watched because I'm a bad Drew fan. Oh gosh, stop it! And some of them um, are really short, so you could definitely go. You could at I, least watch the Tonight Show. I mean, oh, I've watched clips. Okay, see. So I okay. So sorry. Okay, okay. I won't beat up on myself too much. <laughs> Thank you. So um, I'll just go ahead and list them, and if you want to say some tidbits, so. Okay. CBS Morning. So what do you got from that? Um, so you know, she loves Gail King, so she was excited to always talk with her. Yes. Um, but so she actually mentioned that she's trying out like a new style and being less uptight. Like, so I thought that was cool because we've definitely noticed on all these appearances <laughs> and on 
her show that like mm-hmm. she's definitely looking a little more fun like her she's got her hair flipped and she's actually showing uh like a little of her chest because <laughs> I have this theory that ever since she had Olive she wears everything she wears is like up to her neck like she never yeah. shows anything below her collarbones it's like yes. super unusual for her to do that so yes. it's and- fun that she's finally like she's actually wearing it they almost look like little cami like I was going tops. to I was going to say on the episode or the clip I saw from the Drew Barrymore show with Justin like she's got that entirely white outfit um of course like really high heels which are kind of her thing but then like also she yeah she was wearing like a cami like you said with like lace yeah and, and I had a moment where a I was lot. like oh it's so like it feels sexy, but in a very like classy, yes. you know, like it was very sexy, classy. Like that's, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to describe it any differently than that, where I was no. like, oh, cute. I think but I definitely perfect. like, I took like note of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like without even thinking out loud, but took like mental note, I should say. Yeah. Well, even um, the next appearance, which was the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, uh, she's like also got a little cami on, but she's kind of like got a goth look. Like everything is black. <laughs> she's wearing like, yeah huge black boots that are like not her normal kind of style of boots and she was wearing like black see-through kind of gloves it was definitely yep, I, don't think I, I have not seen the boots so I'm okay. gonna have to I'm gonna have to like get a look at this I will include a picture of that um Great. on the episode page but yeah I was like whoa she's like trying something different for sure super fun I think we've been kind of hoping for that yeah (laughs) um but also on um Jimmy Fallon she talked about going to Britney Spears wedding and she disclosed the reason that she missed the um so at Turner Classic Movies Film Festival they were doing this huge 40th uh anniversary showing of E.T. and she was supposed to be there like Steven Spielberg and a bunch of other people were there I think she even went to LA and then it was like, she didn't show up at the event, which was so weird. Oh, and I guess right before she was supposed to go, both her daughters tested positive for COVID. So now we know why she didn't go. I know she she was like really sad about it, but she said they're going to kind of reschedule at his screening room with, because she wanted him to watch it with her daughters in like a movie theater setting, you know? Oh Yeah. Um, and then they played this game. Did you watch the clips of this? Where it was no, I didn't. So I'm thinking I haven't actually watched clips, and maybe I just saw like the. You might have seen like clip. one, maybe. Um, so they did this game called Focus Up, where there was like a pixelated image, and then it would like come into you know slowly come into focus. Yeah. You had to guess what it was, and there were different topics. But on the last one, like instantly when it went up, I was like, it's the Fever Pitch poster. And it got to the point where it was almost crystal clear before either of them recognized it, which I thought was so funny. Like, guys, were you in this movie? Like, obviously, they haven't seen the images as much as we have. That's great. That's really funny. Okay, so then you also listed that she was on CBS News. What's the tidbit you're mentioning here? Okay, so one of the anchors, I can't remember what his name was, um... I guess he knows Chris Miller because she's like, you know, Chris. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course. Everyone knows Chris, right? <laughs> um, but she told a really brief story that Chris was using a matchmaker at some point, And uh, he <laughs> kind of like invited Drew to get on board and try it out. So she was like, all right, because I'm doing it with my friend. I'll try it. And she went oh on my like, God. one date and they were both like, no, this isn't going to be a thing. And that was it. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so strange. I am surprised that matchmaker services still exist. I know. Well, then, yeah, that was kind of the story they were saying, like, it's coming back in vogue. Like, it's yeah. becoming popular again. I guess people are burnt out on the apps. That's really funny. Um, and then she also was on Person to Person with Nora O'Donnell. Not even familiar with the show, if I have to be honest. Yeah, I wasn't either. Um, but I think Nora has been on and, like, guested on Drew's News on the show. So they kind of had a familiarity with each other. This is also CBS. She just like made the rounds around CBS. Um, but that one's a bit longer. It's kind of cool. It's sort of like more the long form interviews that we used to see decades ago. Cool. Um, but most of it was sort of like repeats of what she already said on the other shows. But I thought this was a really cute little tidbit that she um, said that anytime she has like any kind of breakthrough or enlightenment or aha moment with her therapist that she writes down whatever that was on a card and then she puts them on the walls of this tiny coat closet in her house to try to like keep track of them so that's not just like I know I was like this is such a great idea so it's not just like she has this great thing and then forgets about it like she can go in that room and closet and then look at all of those things so that is so cool I'm just gonna like reply to that we are both huge advocates for getting help with your mental health yeah, and therapy. And I can say with like certainty that I've had aha moments, not written anything down and then even forgotten by the time I have my next thing. Like, what did we talk about last time? I don't even yeah. remember what I was struggling with and let's kind of start all over. And I'm positive that that has meant I've, I've like talked about the same things over and over again with therapists. Okay. So Drew, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. I think it's like a really cool thing to try to implement into our that lives. Takeaway. Yeah. yeah. And then she also um, like further went further with that and said that she keeps a gratitude journal with her at all times, but she includes her daughters. So like if they see something, they're out somewhere, they see someone being kind or whatever, they go, oh, let's put that in the gratitude journal. So I thought that was really good. I'm like, ooh, that's a good mom tip. I should probably. That's, that's really great. Probably get I feel that. like, I mean, just because I want to make sure you know you're a great mom. Oh, I think, that, I think that Mila is pretty good at recognizing positive things in her life. So I think it would be easier for you to implement it at this point. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so nice. And hopefully we get a minute with Mila coming back soon. I got a lot of funny comments about that. She does want to do it. So <laughs> if we can uh, get her to, you know, she said she wanted to do it, but if we can actually get her on here, throw that in on this episode. Okay, <laughs> cool. Sounds great. So are we ready for this week's topic? Yeah. drum roll right here i don't think we've even said what it is no we haven't okay so we kind of tease that it has something to do with commercials kind of has something to do with ads well we also teased it on our instagram so you might already know (laughs) we're talking about the ad campaign for guests yes from 1993 basically drew's first ever ad campaign I will put this little like asterisk on that. So (laughs) there is a photo by Greg Gorman, like I would say probably 1984, maybe in 85. And it was supposedly taken for LA iWorks, which always has had like famous people in their ads. And they have like recently shown it as an ad, 
but I have never heard of it existing in the eighties as a thing in a magazine, like never seen it. Don't know if it's a real thing. I don't know if it really existed at that time or not. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So we'll just call this like her first known major ad campaign. But also like a full campaign is different yeah. than like an ad. Totally. Although, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. It's also like, I mean, I also wonder, I know that Guest had other kind of like, actually, I don't know. Did Guest have other models that weren't models? You know, like Drew, um, Drew is not was not like a typical model. Like, yeah, of course you she's beautiful, but it's like, I know they had Anna Nicole Smith, but Anna Nicole Smith was a model, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, she's like a public figure, but she's a model first. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wonder if Drew kind of is the first guest girl that was not mainly a model. That's a cool thing to think about. And, and it kind of became a thing more later, I feel like, for celebrities to show up in ad campaigns. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I wonder kind of... Yeah, I, I'd be curious to kind of do research on like other ad campaigns. Sorry, I'm always like, let's branch <laughs> off from the topic even more. No, it's, um, I mean, it comes into play with something something in our notes, like how yes. she feels like it was, she yes. was a weird choice. So our notes yes. are kind of all over the place because I kind of just, anything I could find, I put in there. Yes, so. and Ashley, again, did this incredible <laughs> research, uh, decided on this topic like uh, probably more than a week ago. And then Ashley has gone through and skimmed tons of articles from both 1993 and 1994 and this is the fruits of her labors oh thank you well a lot <laughs> of it is also just like living in my brain so I, I'm happy to <laughs> get it out there to some useful audience I don't know okay so uh if you're unaware there were actually two different shoots um that they did uh two different times so the first one we're going to refer to as the salt and sea because um I think that's where it was done. That's a, is it a dry lake bed? Is that what it is? It's in um, California. I don't know too many details about it, but yes, I think it used to be kind of a tourist spot and then it became, but I don't think it's fully dry. Okay. You know what? <laughs> it's not I don't fully know. dry, but yeah. You should look up the Salton Sea. I think you're right. Is, is it, I think the, which we'll talk about later, but doesn't the book, the guest book say like salt and sea something? Yeah, that's the title of it. So that's kind of okay. like why I want to call that first shoot salt and sea. It's just okay. easy. Um, And that was done in the beginning of 1993. And then the second one, which for some reason I always like called tropics in my head and like yeah. all yeah. of our ads are called tropics, but it was done in Miami, which I guess is tropical. Okay. And that was done at the end of 1993, or they came out at those times. So two different yeah. shoots. They definitely, they definitely go well together. Um, but you can tell like, this is from this one and this is from this one. There's a different feeling. Yeah. For sure. Di different coloring too, I would say. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. for sure. I think that's a good way to like, and also Ashley has, has categorized them in certain ways for years. And so it's really cool to be able to like mentally categorize them that way when you look at them yeah and it's made me more aware of like the different shoots for sure oh cool I like that yeah and it's just yeah. like a nicer way to, for us to display the ads on our website if they're kind of for sure you know go together for sure um all the photos for both shoots were done by Wayne Mazur and for some reason it often gets misreported and when he would say reported um 
just like on social media or dumb websites that Ellen mm-hmm. Von Anorth did these shoots, which yep. I could see. And, you know, she has worked with Drew like 10 times. So, yeah. Yeah. But let's just get it right. I, you know how I feel about yep. lies being out there. <laughs> <laughs> lies and just uh, people not doing their research yeah. and yeah, misinformation. Um, I was going to say, trying to kind of think of what Ellen Von Unworth um, shoots, like why people would think that. And in my mind, I actually immediately thought of two shoots with her that are black and white. Yeah. And I think she did some other guest ones. I think she, of course now here I am going to, I'm going to spread misinformation, but she might've done some <laughs> of the Anna Nicole Smith. I know there's another model whose name is escaping me. Eva Herzegoza. I think she did the, her, um, yeah, you just pulled that right out. Ads. I don't know. This is, <laughs> this is how my brain works. <laughs> Either way, Wayne Mazur was the photographer for all of Drew's campaign. Yeah. So great uh, job pulling that. Yeah. For uh, no problem. <laughs> I just want to get that right. Um, and then she had the male model. He's in all of the salt and sea images. And then I think just in some, I think there's some other male models in the Miami ones, but he's also in those. Um, so his name is Werner Schreyer. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And so literally like five minutes before we started recording, I was just flipping for more last minute pieces of information. And I totally forgot. This was totally new information in my brain, even though I have obviously read it. Um, she said she had met him when she was 13, which is sort of weird. I did not recall that in any way. And that she told him when she met him that he was the most beautiful thing she'd ever seen in her life. (laughs) My God. I know. But But also like what's a trip is that how old was she when she then did the shoots for guests? Because it would have been when she was 18. 17, 18? Oh, no, I guess she was 18 because, yeah. And she, I guess she hadn't seen him for three years because he was modeling in Paris. So I guess they were maybe friendly. I don't know. But she requested so him for both. And he's he is very handsome. <laughs> he is. He is very handsome. Okay. So the makeup for the guest ads um, had two different makeup artists for the Sultan Sea, as we're calling it. Um, the makeup was done by Joanne Gare, who has done lots of shoots for Madonna. It looks like you have. Yeah, here. she was like, I think Madonna's like number one makeup artist for the 90s so if you go to her instagram i didn't include it i think it's just joanne gare she's got like really cool madonna stuff but uh she also did this one with drew which is fun that's rad and then the makeup for the miami shoot um was all done by ariella i guess she just goes by a first name so (laughs) kind of like why isn't she madonna's Um, and all the makeup was Mac makeup. So if you want to go ahead and give those details, looks sure, like he made lots case. of notes. I feel like there's people who really nerd out about makeup and that's just yeah. really fun. And yeah. it's such beautiful, such a beautiful look. So um the eyeshadow is in a shade called bark. I think that's been discontinued, but who knows? Um she used a highlighter called Lola to the eyes, but no mm-hmm. mascara to make them softer. So uh, interesting. I know. I'm like, really? I gotta go back I and feel check like, that. But I feel like, so I'm not a huge makeup person, but mascara is one thing that I feel like really oh, does something for me. Yeah. It's like my number one. If I had to pick one piece of makeup, it would be mascara. You know what? I am looking at some of these ads. Some of them, she definitely has mascara, but there are a couple where, yeah, maybe she doesn't. Interesting. interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, 
And then she just used a little bit of blush. So her freckles still come through, which I love it. Yeah. And then two bloody dark shades of lipstick, which were called (laughs) Rubine and Paramount. And uh, Ariella said, it's more like the 30s or 40s, a little dramatic, but not a hard look. So these, um, these details... I assume must have been pulled from that Entertainment Weekly article. Yes, correct. So there. So, are... I, so I think it's worth pointing out that there was this really cool, really cool, like what two-page feature that was done in Entertainment Weekly about the behind the scenes. Yeah, and I mean the photos are amazing. The article looked like reading it and with the current and society yeah. and my age and stuff. It's sort of weird the way they talk about Drew, the way this mm. um, author of the article talks about Drew. It's very um exploitative I don't know it's just weird I'm like she's 18 like what it it was just strange but the details are really cool and the photos are amazing we'll share a couple of them so yeah I'm interestingly I don't I didn't remember the details of the article I just remember the pictures yeah and that it was really unique to see the behind the scenes yeah um and then when they're talking about the makeup I'm actually picturing the close-up makeup one which was that in that or was that something later um there's one that's in the article and then there's another one that um we i have from some random unknown magazine okay but also from behind the scenes on guests correct yeah and they're just beautiful so cool and i assume we'll probably share those on the episode page correct (laughs) and then um her hairstylist was Orlando Pita, and he um, said he spent 45 minutes with a curling iron to make Drew's tresses look disheveled, like not much was done. I always think this is such a funny thing, but I also understand that there's an art <laughs> to making it look like you just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also, I mean, her hair looks great. Um, so. And cool. I totally forgot about this until I actually read it on our own site on the Drew Details page. <laughs> but Orlando Pita also did her hair on some of the CoverGirl shoots. So that's pretty neat. That seems so random. I know. He's like the ad campaign guy, I guess. Like he's, how many years later? Yeah, he's really famous. Like he's a big deal. Cool. So that's cool. cool. That's rad. Um, And they're just talking a little bit more about the look. So Drew's quoted as saying that it was like dirty white trash mixed with glamour, a really good combination. <laughs> so 90s yeah. too. Like oh, these so ads 90s. are so 90s um, in the best way. Like this is not me like that was old. <laughs> like, yeah. Mila. like Mila would say, yeah. <laughs> no, they're classic. Totally classic. Um, and Drew pictured that the girl herself, you know, the girl in the ads would be a waif petite with blonde curls everywhere. Yeah. And then I love this. This I can imagine her like doing this and thinking this, that she had to kind of convince herself to breathe free as free as possible because she was really worried that she wasn't right for it. Yeah. And so she kind of was like, I'm doing this character, this, even though it like, and actually when you look at them, like you kind of are like, I don't know, thinking with that in mind, it doesn't seem like Drew. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Like, it definitely is a character. Mm -hmm. Um, It's cool. Because, like, it almost, like, if you look at the images and have that in your mind, like. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, And Um, then, apparently, I was just reading this. She said she had worked out with the trainer for three months prior to the shoot and that she was so buff and damn proud. (laughs) In that, when I read that little tidbit, I was thinking how unlike 
drew it in 93 that felt like oh totally but it's but not because she wasn't in shape not because she wasn't thin it's not those things it's that i just would have assumed that that was her natural body right and because she was always just like tiny and petite but i love the idea that she like was strong and proud like that's kind of amazing yeah we're using the word like buff like feels unlike her it feels in a weird way it feels unlike her especially at this time like i could yeah. see maybe like maybe after doing whip it she would feel that way but like yeah or like charlie's angels yeah like, yeah yeah but- this definitely wasn't a time of her. And it de- she did say like she stopped working out immediately after this. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean that I mean, and, and also just kind of thinking like to a couple years later, like always talking about and this is OK. She would always talk about like mac and cheese is her favorite food. Yeah. And just like being able to like, you know, just gorge on that. And this doesn't mean that someone can't eat really amazing rich food and be healthy. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's just sort of like I imagined her as the girl who could eat anything and stay thin. Yeah, especially but, at this time. Yeah, exactly. Um, the last little tidbit I just want to throw in here on the look is that, and you could only see it, I think, in one ad, but mm-hmm. in part one of the Miami photos, she's got a fake butterfly tattoo under her belly button where her real one would then be like a year later. So, so funny. I know it's kind of I- like the breathe tattoo, how she like had it written on her arm to like try it out before and- she really got it. And I'm just curious, like, was that the makeup artist that was like, let's put a little fake tattoo on you? Oh, like, yeah. I, don't know. I didn't even it's cross just my funny, mind that it wouldn't have been first. It's just a funny thought. Um, also, I just kind of, in my mind, um, I'm wondering, I, I didn't realize, do we know when she got the butterfly? Exactly. Yes. Um, we know it was the end of 94. Okay. Because, that. well, we know she at least had it by the time she did Playboy. So we think it was super fresh by Playboy. That's probably where I got that. Yep. That's probably okay. how I worked that out. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Super cool. Um, so Paul Marciano, who is the president of Guess and director of advertising for this ad campaign, was looking for a guest girl with more of a grungies, uh, sorry, <laughs> 90s grunge wave look. I kind of like um, grungies. <laughs> grungies you know a grungies look <laughs> it makes sense it's, it, it totally suits this ad campaign <laughs> all right he said that he chose drew at the urging of the photographer wayne Mazer and also the shoot stylist Lori goldstein and he's quoted as saying that he was totally seduced by her drew that's too not the stylist <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, I am definitely seduced by both Lori Goldstein and Drew Barrymore. Just kidding. I don't have any idea who Lori Goldstein is. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> but she's a stylist on the shoot and she made it look really good. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't, you know, there wasn't any indication of how cool she was, whether I knew who she was, but Drew, we are definitely seduced by Drew all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, I love I love this next tidbit. I yeah. mean, something about it, it feels really cool to kind of put into perspective her life. I don't know. There's something about it. So she has accounted that she was living with Justine, who we mentioned previously. Justine Bowley has done casting on some of Drew's films. She was living with Justine in a hellhole apartment, as she called it, found a house that they loved, but lots of people wanted. And she was wondering, or they were wondering, where would they get the money to have to get this house? And then 
she got a call the next morning from her publicist that the amount that she would make was exactly what they needed to pay rent. <laughs> so like, so like insane. Meant to be. <laughs> so insane. It's also funny to think like she was at a time in her career where, you know, she probably wasn't making that much money. Mm -hmm. And if this house was in LA, well, it was in LA. We know that even back then, I'm sure it wasn't cheap. <laughs> yep. It's trippy. It's cool. Another thing she said about that call when the publicist called um, and said that Paul Marciano wanted her, she freaked out. Um, she said the other models are like six foot tall, drop dead beautiful. People are going to look at my ass and go, why did they do this? Which is so silly. <laughs> but that like kind of explains why she needed to like psych herself up and, you know, pretend that she was going to be a character in this. Um, yeah. She also said that she had rejected previous offers from Pepe Jeans, Gap, and Capizio. And I don't know Pepe Jeans or Capezio. Capezio those... is a dance brand. So that's like very oh. random. That's super weird. Um, I could kind of imagine her in Gap ads. Yeah, I could see that. But I'm glad she didn't do them because I feel like this is so special yeah. that she wouldn't have had the opportunity to do this. I don't know. Um, She said in multiple sources that she had an allergic reaction and had broken out into hives before meeting the creative team for the guest shoot. And she says she looked scary. <laughs> I was really concerned yeah. about it. Luckily, they were able to see beyond that. And <laughs> now she was a good match. <laughs> so great. So great. Okay, so should we get into like the look of the ads? Um, yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um. So we have, like we said before, these two different settings, two different shoots. Um, the salt and sea setting, I kind of see it as like, it's kind of dusty. There's mm -hmm. like a trailer that it sort of feels like this character's living in. So there's like a Ferris wheel in the background of one of them. And then they're also on a like carousel in parts of them. So I'm, I'm curious, like if those items were already there, if they brought them in. So Drew's look is like, she's got a lot of chokers, lots of bras and super short shorts, lots of leopard print. Um, my personal favorite of the regular ads is from this set. And she's like standing in the doorway to the trailer. There's streamers like in the doorway. She's wearing a leopard print strapless dress and a black jean jacket. And I don't know why it's my favorite. I've just always, I just love it. It's just, <laughs> she's just so gorgeous. <laughs> Do you want to kind of mention that I feel like a lot of the salt and sea are black and white also, right? Yeah, black and white and then like blue tones as well. Yes. And actually, I feel like overall, bluish green and black and white. And I'll go ahead and describe the Miami setting. Includes the ocean. There's a lot of grass. There are tropical plants. There's a swing. And then the look includes like some bras and white shorts or jean shorts. Yeah, lots of shorts. Um, lots of shorts and bras in all of these. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then my favorites, I couldn't pick one. There's a real close up piece um, in black and white of kind of going in for a kiss, her and the male model. More like actually kissing. <laughs> yeah, I guess they are. That one, I can tell for sure why I liked it. So there's a couple of things. First of all, I think the copy I had is oversized. I, yeah. I feel like from it's Rolling from Stone. Rolling Stone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what issue? I feel like it's not her. Is it the issue with her? I don't think it is. For some reason, I feel like Beavis and Butthead are on the cover. I was going to say 
David Letterman or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, that sounds right. Either way, it's from a Rolling Stone. So the format of Rolling Stone was like, uh, I'm going to guess like 10 by 12. So instead of like standard eight and a half by 11, but it's oversized. It's very close up. So you see like Drew's freckles. Yeah, the freckles. Are um, so cute. It's so crisp. It's just gorgeous. And then the other one, which also happens to be oversized, I think was from W Magazine, at least the one I yep. remember getting. I was going to say W, yep. And I think it might be like 11 by 15 or something. Like it's pretty tall, at yeah. least 14. Um, and it's the coloring on it is actually different than any other. It's closer to natural color tone. Yeah, but you're like, right. Almost but like desaturated. Sort yeah, of. it's like slightly desaturated. The male model is standing behind her with his arm kind of like over draped over her shoulders and I think it's the oversized, the detail, the coloring, her expression. These are two that when I think of the guest ads, they feel different than the others. And that's not why I like them. I think it's the scale and oh, also the, yeah, that would make the, the details. I don't know. It's something a little different. I, although I realized I said that it was one of the only ones that felt like I had natural coloring. And there are a couple other ones with some natural coloring, but... You should definitely check out the guest page on our website on the Drusium yeah, we'll for sure. That. Um, Wait, that's not your favorite because the model is wearing like tight little uh, tiny underwear. That's not why it's your favorite. Um, actually, I was going to say that that's probably my least favorite part of it. Um, I'm not. He's the the guy is perfectly fine. Um, but he's not. I'm not like a. You're not here for his package. I'm not here <laughs> for the hunk. I'm here for the beautiful woman. So. Yeah, so that, that kind of, yeah, and I think, um, I mean, all of these ads are just to die for. Yeah, so we'll kind of, like, this was a really big campaign. Like, I started making a list of all the magazines that I know of that they appeared in, and it was yeah. huge. We have, like we mentioned, Rolling Stone and W, Entertainment yep. Weekly, GQ, Harper's Bazaar, Mademoiselle, Glamour, Allure, Elle, Vogue. Uh, it's like every magazine at that time. Um, yep. Vogue, especially. So there's a June 1993 issue that has, mm -hmm. coincidentally, Drew's first photo shoot with Ellen Von Unworth. Mm. An amazing many page feature on her. But that yes. issue also has a bunch of guests at. So everywhere. <laughs> um, That magazine, like that issue of Vogue from June 93 is like beautiful. I know it's crazy like, that she's not on the cover because there's yeah, so much of her inside. It's such a large issue. Um, yeah. We'll definitely have to pinpoint people to that part of our site to check okay. it out because it's I, I feel like when I got that in my collection which I think was relatively early on like it wasn't that hard to get since it's a Vogue. You yeah. Know, it's, a, it's a big magazine but I feel like when I got it it was like I don't know. It felt like a big, yeah, like it felt yeah. like a big deal. Yeah. Um, not as much as some other things that we could go through at some other point, but it's like rad. And I didn't realize it was um Ellen von Nunworth's first with her. I love yeah. that so much. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I had a funny memory. So same era as the time when I talked about my having a friend with an older sister yeah. who had the Mad Love soundtrack. This is a different friend who also had an intimidating older sister. <laughs> but I remember her sister's room had the guest ads on the wall. And like, cool. again, I was like in sixth grade. Like I didn't have a huge awareness of who Drew was. It's yeah. weird that these things like locked into my memory so well. Like I remember knowing that her sister like collected the ads. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, 
I also have like not a memory from that time, but from later regarding the guest ad. So my high school boyfriend, George, who I think I've mentioned before because he was involved in me, like kind of falling in love with Drew. Um, but his sister, there were two things about her that, um, that I remember one of which was that she had one of the guest ads on her bedroom door and it was still oh. there when I started dating George in 99. Wow. Okay. And then she also, um, has a butterfly tattoo because okay. she saw Drew's and liked it. Wow. So she was so, an older sister. Yeah. It's yeah. George's older sister, like so three it, or so years older. I think I being like a teen girl at the time that this came out, like it oh. had a big impact. Yeah. Totally. And actually now I'm wondering, is it, is the butterfly inspired by the guest version of her oh, tattoo that's funny. or the, or the like actual playboy that's you know, revealed? Yeah. I'd actually love to hear stories of, oh. of like Drewbies or, you know, maybe you weren't a Drewby yet seeing these guest ads, like in, when they came out. That would be cool. I would love yeah. to hear that too. Cause totally. we were just a little too young to be in on that. Oh, one more thing about a friend. Okay. So my friend Monica, um, yeah. who for a while collected Drew stuff, she had guest ads before I did. And I, I remember, remember that. Do you? Yeah. yeah so I, I actually feel like she was like trading with some people, like trading yes. clippings. And she she's still a good friend of mine. Hi, Monica. I don't know if you're listening, but hi. Um, but uh but she had some before I did, and I remember going over to her house and she might have had them on her wall because that's just what we did. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Where'd you get those? Like just <laughs> kind of like, oh, like the, I think the first time I saw them in person definitely oh, that's was Monica's cool. house. Oh, I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. Like we said, they were everywhere. There was big subway posters. Do you remember Brian? So Brian is another one of our friends from the grapevine who Hi, Brian. we also <laughs> have hung out IRL many times. We love Brian. Didn't he have some of those subway posters? That sounds right. And we might need to hit him up. Yeah. I kind of remember him getting him on eBay. And he was probably like 15. He's younger he, than yeah, us. Yeah, he's, he's a few years younger than us. And I think he had the guest book before we do, which we've mentioned a couple times. Oh, yeah. so we'll get into it. I the think first he had, time I like, ever saw photos from it where he took those photos. I think he and Venus, a lot of people had the guest book before I think we ever got ha our hands on copies, right? For sure. I mean, I think I wasn't, I definitely wasn't willing. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more, okay. but I wasn't willing to spend what others were willing to spend on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, billboards, posters everywhere. Drew said, if I see myself one more time, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> oh God, I get a picture saying that. Yeah. And then you noted that her friends like Steven Spielberg and others were calling her and um, it scared her that people would get sick of seeing her, which yeah. like, I guess like, I mean... I guess I could imagine that like if you're if, if your face is everywhere especially like I don't know these are just so gorgeous it's like hard to imagine yeah. anybody being like oh there's that guest girl but again it would be hard <laughs> not to internalize that and be yeah. like oh like if especially if you're Drew even... who's yeah. like hard on yourself anyway yeah, yeah. okay so we kind of mentioned what we call the guest book so in case you don't know there was mm -hmm. a catalog printed in June 1993 by guests and it's called Salt and Sea. That's what they like title it. And mm -hmm. it's 30, like 32 or 33 pages, all of Drew from the first shoot. And, and it, it is, is so amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like one of the holy grails of Drew collecting. Yep. Um, I know I got mine from Anita. Hi, Anita. Another great <laughs> fine friend. Um, yep. 
I and you don't remember where you got yours. I don't remember where I got mine, which I know is a shame. Um, I do know that I spent much less than many other fans spent on <laughs> yeah. it. And I think it would have been someone who got it and then like another fan that I purchased it from. Um, but I don't recall, like I wanted to say that it was maybe Rob Brink who we've mentioned before, but I think he was pretty insistent that he wanted to make back some of what he'd spent on it. He might've even not wanted to part with his now that maybe, I'm, I'm sort of maybe. remembering that. So it was either that he, that I, I it's possible I purchased it from him later um either way it's freaking cool once again look at our guest page yeah. check it out we have every like, photo up there um, i don't think we say what the scale is but oh yeah like, it's again large. it's it's like 12 by 16 or bigger like it's yeah. ugh, so cool it's a must have <laughs> it's rad i don't i mean i'm curious i think at some point we've talked about this like how in what numbers was that catalog printed uh, yeah and who was it distributed to you know What's the it's, origin like what yeah is the story and I'm... also just like breaks our heart to imagine i think we've talked about this before I, and maybe i'm just this is my own in my own mind but like how many of those just got discarded <laughs> um but you know it's a promotional thing just imagine how many things you get like just as a person getting junk mail it's yeah. ephemera. This salt and sea ah! catalog is ephemeral. It's the best. Though. You know, it's, it's like the best. the best example of that. <laughs> it's so cool. And then there was another um, sort of catalog. It's called the Geth's Journal that was printed in January 1994, which has six pages from the Miami shoot. Are all the pictures in Salt and Sea from the Salt and Sea shoot? Yes. Okay. And I also don't recall in my guest journal, is it just Drew? No. So it's like okay. lots of other stuff, but um, like okay. there is the six pages. And um, I think most of the pictures in it are more common ads, but there is the one where, yes. I don't know if it's like palm leaves or blinds, but they're yes. in front of her face. Yeah, that one. I love that one. Uh, it's so cool. Although I think that that was printed as an ad also i don't think so well we no, haven't listed we have on our it, site as an ad but, but it's like it a was, it's a weird it yeah it's like from thailand okay so we can kind of get into that there are rare ads out there so there's like the ones that were printed in all those magazines that we already listed those yeah. are there you pretty much can get any of those they're not hard to come across but later on over the years we've come across some other rare stuff so there is an eyewear ad i yeah. don't think it was ever printed in a magazine if it was mm -hmm. we don't have the knowledge of that um yep. and boy would we love to get that <laughs> oh my gosh but um she is wearing sunglasses and the first time we ever saw it um missy who we've talked about a lot uh she had a poster of it do you remember that i did not remember that yeah i actually found that like going through my files recently i was like oh that's right that's where we first saw that picture my goodness. I know. So I got lucky enough, and I can't even remember how I found this person. I came across somebody, it was not on eBay, who was selling a couple Drew things. And they had a little cardboard standee of the eyewear ad. It must have been from like a sunglass shop. And I freaked <laughs> out like, oh my God, like this person doesn't know what they have here. That's definitely my top 10 of all of my Drew collection. I love it so much so cool um and once again we'll come back to my friend monica because i recall her saying that she saw that standee at a um flea market flea market in fontana yes, which that. is where i grew up and i just 
for suddenly got like a pang in my chest. Like, why did I not go there and look for it? Um, either way, this she saw this in like you know early two thousands. Um, which it, crazy to think at that time it would have only been like six years old I know, or something. Right? Like in my mind, I think I assumed like, oh, it must be faded and crappy. But like, I feel like when she told me that. Maybe I didn't know what she was talking about. Like, Probably I was like, no, not. You're I don't know. Like, Either what way, do you mean? There wasn't like, a sunglass ad. <laughs> yeah. So these were around, like, sunglasses vendors who carried guests probably got that. Ugh, so Ugh. cool. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and it's rad. Like, Ugh, it's beautiful. Then there were some other rare ads that popped up in countries like Thailand. So we'll put some of these rare ones on the episode page, but always go to our guests our main guest page on the Jerseyum and you'll I'll have a link to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris Vogue also did a feature in 1993 that has three awesome outtakes. They didn't use mm-hmm. any of the common ones. And then tell me if you remember this guest.com in 1999 did like a whole kind of revival of the ads. It probably, no. probably wasn't just true shoe. This is when they were selling the posters on their website. Okay. And, and there were some rare yes, ads on there? They showed a lot of rare images on the website. And I I was a freshman in college and I remember being in my dorm and like somebody had probably posted this on the grapevine and it was like, ah, like a really big deal. And I ordered the poster and had it over my bed in my dorm. <laughs> okay. So the posters, I don't have any of the posters and I think, so I must've missed this opportunity somehow. Okay. Actually, I think Monica had one. Probably. It was so like pretty cool it? and it was so easy to get them. <laughs> I know. Monica. Uh, and then there's been a few other outtakes that have shown up like maybe through photo agencies that we've seen on fan sites. So yep. uh, we'll share a bunch of those because they're all just any picture from either one of these shoots is incredible. Yeah, like- <laughs> absolutely. Um, there have been some other kind of assorted things that have come out. So guests will sometimes just use one of drew's ads on like things in the store so actually my friend monica worked for guests oh, for a lot right. of years man and... you better tell her to listen to this episode she's getting a lot of airplay <laughs> <laughs> um so ashley mentioned the posters that were on the guest site in 99 there's a little rubik's cube which i don't know which one of us has that i think we might both Maybe. And I don't remember what, what that is. It's just some promotional thing. Yeah. And then there were gift cards, which I think I got one from Monica. She just gave me like an empty gift card that oh, has fun. on the uh, envelope, envelope of the yeah. gift card. And then uh, there was a jewelry tin in the 2000s that also had her face, I think as one of the faces, right? It's yeah. like a little like square. I think they kind of would just like occasionally do like a bunch of guest girls from the 90s on things. Yeah. And, yep. you know, Drew would be included. And I feel like they would usually use the same ad. Is that a wrong or correct assessment? No, I think you're right. It was like um, one of the leopard print kind of looking ones. Yeah, the same or a couple of the same ones. Okay, (laughs) I'm looking right now. That's funny. Yeah, so they definitely had like one that they always used. Yeah. Um, Uh, And then like it's like the campaign that just won't die, which thank God. (laughs) But uh, in February 2021, there's, I guess like an offshoot of guests called Guess Originals. And they mm-hmm. collaborated with another brand called Pleasures and did a massive line inspired by Drew's ad campaign. Yeah, they were really cool. A little, Some of them are a little too, like, high fashion. 
Yeah, or or like hipster teens of today. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, um, some of the things in the line were just like t-shirts with the ad on them. And then there were a bunch of things. I mean, as you can imagine, we're talking about Drew. So had Drew's face. Um, And they actually used some outtakes in their promoting for this line. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if you remember one of the Marcianos. It's not Paul. I can't remember who it is, but he posted on Instagram a post with four different images and each one was proofs like pictures of the proofs from the shoot. Oh my God. And like, you have to zoom in to really see them. But some of those outtakes were like, holy shit. Are you kidding me? Like we're seeing these. This is amazing. Like just that alone. If I don't care about all this like merch that they released, those alone would like to get to see those was so cool. I'm just going to put this energy out there. For more to come. We want (laughs) We want all of the proofs of every shoot Drew's ever done <laughs> in our Drewsium. Come on. All right. If we could get the proof. Oh, I mean, I'm like putting that energy out there in the world right now. I'm looking I like up at the sky. I literally have my hand pointing at the ceiling right now. Okay, I'll like, do it too. Ah, okay. Bring us the proofs. Bring us the proofs. Like, uh-huh. we have, Do we have any proofs? I have some negatives. But no, not like a proof sheet. That would be a dream. Killer. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, we'll share some of those. <laughs> uh, uh, this was like kind of a big deal. At least in LA, there were billboards and posters. It was sort of <laughs> like it was happening all over again. Revival I, of yeah. that. Yeah, it, it, it was cool. So we also like Ashley and I both got a couple of pieces. No, I, got, I never um... got anything. <gasps> I oh never did. I totally like slept on that. I, I assumed know. that you did. Yeah, you. I had it in my shopping cart and like never pulled the trigger. I don't know why. Oh my god! So I ended up with um a hoodie that's got um one of the salt and sea images from um from like the merry-go-round part, and then uh this massive tote bag. It's so big. It's like <laughs> twenty. It's like two feet by two feet. Like I'm probably exaggerating. But I've used it a bunch because it's actually really Good. cool. And then it has, it repeats like one of the images over and over again. So we'll have to include a picture of me. I think I took a picture of me like wearing the sweater and holding the bag at some point. And I'm okay. sure I sent it to you. Well, you'll have um, to send it. Yeah. So I got two pieces, but there were tons, like there were, um, there was a jacket that had this, like one of the really close, like images that had, that was used a lot. And that has really close picture of her face with like bright red lips. There yeah, was a, that um, one's on jean a lot jacket. Of with the like on the back of it like the entire back there was a pair of jeans that had like her face all over it yeah it's um, really fun like like a hat that had a, one like a really cool gosh um, you remember more than i do um because i kept looking at it okay so that pretty much wraps up everything we have to share about the guest campaign it's kind of cool to know that this was the first of uh, what would end up being quite a few other really awesome modeling campaigns that she did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course, the next being Mew Mew, which also has like a really deep love in the Drewby fan world. Oh yeah. And there's some like super rarities. Like I definitely don't have all of the same ones that you have. Like I'm still missing one. Ugh. <laughs> You're only missing one. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I think I'm missing a couple, if I, I'm remembering correctly. I kind of doubt it, but... <laughs> no, I def you definitely have one that I don't have, wow, for okay. sure. Um, either way, those ones, like, were incredibly hard to get. We can maybe do an episode on that. But I feel like they were harder to get than any of the guest ones. Well, I yeah. shouldn't say any. But, like, I feel like, yeah. Mew they were Mew. less mainstream. And then, what, we've got CoverGirl... Yeah, cover roll was the huge one. Um, there was brief Lancome makeup. Um, oh, yeah. Masoni. I forgot. Remember Masoni? Those ones are really Missoni cool. Masoni is cool. And then uh, that brief Gucci jewelry that where she's oh, yeah. like laying on the ground. Yeah. And I then about uh, that. Neiman Marcus. Remember those ads? Oh, God. Those are also stunning. So cool. Well, going back to Neiman Marcus for a second. Like you could go and get a catalog, yeah, for that. Um, it's kind of like we knew by that point. Like, <laughs> wait, the guest book. Yeah, we got to get ahead of this and get the Neiman I Marcus one. I wonder who kind of like broke the news that you could go get a catalog. But when that catalog came out, I went to a Neiman Marcus store somewhere in LA, like fancy area of LA, and I felt so out of place. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, it's like it was like really high end. I must have gotten mine on eBay or something because I don't remember getting it in person. I don't know. Maybe I did. Okay. Who knows? But oh. yeah, I like went to a um, found out somehow where to go in the store to get one. Yeah, because I think I feel like I went to like the back where you would do a return and like talk oh, to a customer hilarious. service person back there. Yeah, it was it was a trip, but like it was it's really cool. Worth it. Um, <laughs> and like it's not like people in '93 would have had someone to talk to if they were dreaming at the time to be like, go to the store, get into like catalog. God, I don't think that's how you would have so gotten true. Because the Salt and Sea catalog is like massive. Like I yeah. can't even imagine it coming through the mail. Anyways, going off on a tangent as usual. <laughs> as that's usual. What we're here for. Great. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Thank yeah. you for tuning in. Here I go with my little spiel, but we'd really appreciate if you could rate, review, and subscribe. I have noticed we've gotten a couple more ratings on Apple Podcasts, which is really cool. Uh, if you have something nice to say, leave it as a review. That'd be yeah. cool. Or send it to us and we'll feature you in our You've Got Mail segment. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at How Do You Drew Pod. And I'm going to put in here again real quick, if you don't know, Every episode has a page on our website where you can see all the photos that we've been mentioning. Um, this one's going to have a bunch of links to all of Drew's appearances that she's done recently. So you can watch those. So go check that out. How do you drew.com? Yeah. And thank you again for putting those pages together. Actually, yeah, I'm like, go look it up because I do all the work. So don't let him just <laughs> yes. sit there. <laughs> it's also like, honestly, it's almost like a reference for us as much as it is yeah. for you all. But like, please go check it out. Go enjoy them. Um, and then send us listener mail to howdoyoudrewpod at gmail.com. Thank you for being here and we'll see you next Thursday. Yay. Bye, everybody. Yay. Bye, everyone. podcast is brought to you by Ashley and Anne from thedrewseum.com. Our theme song is by our dear friend Matt Costa. Thank you for listening and see you next time.